Welcome to the Fergus Falls Business Spotlight Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into local businesses and the individuals that run our community. To guide you along the way, here's your host, Jacob Bittner. Welcome in. It's been a nice, long hiatus from recording. I think it's been two and a half, three weeks since I've sat down here with a guest. So I, you guys may not have heard me, but I promise you there's some work going on behind the scenes to uh, get things going. And this month, there's a lot of uh, good, good episodes coming up. So today, we are joined here by Andy Beck with Fergus Brewing. He is the uh, brewer at Fergus Brewing here, and we're going to get the backstory of this. Uh, I think it was the second brewery in Fergus. Is that correct? Yes. Just kind of like you guys started just a couple months before Outstate? Correct. Yep. Cool. So we're going to get this story, and it's basically going to be kind of a little bit of just me and Andy catching up. We went to high school together, and... Uh, I really don't know much of his story and how uh, this brewery came to be. So um, before we get going, I do have to give a shout out to Stumbinos. I got uh, I got a couple bags of coffee from them yesterday, and it was kind of like how do I explain it? It was a great it was a great experience. It was sort of like uh, coffee's a drug in a way, and it kind of felt like a little drug deal, you know, like leave the coffee in the box and just like swing by. I didn't have to leave any money, which was a really, really cool thing. But uh, shout out to Stumbinos. Uh, just, yeah. Andy, we're not drinking coffee here this morning, but I am certainly jazzed up on some Stumbinos. So, um, all right. Why don't you just start by uh, giving us a little bit of a background. You and Clara Wagnall. Yep. Um, you guys were kind of high school sweethearts. Is that right? Did you guys start dating at the end of high school? We started dating senior year of high school. Okay. Yep. Se- senior year of high school. And then you guys moved left Fergus? Yes. So okay. I ended up going to the University of Minnesota down in the Twin Cities. Okay. And then she was a little bit south of there in Northfield. So we moved away from Fergus Falls in 2008 Okay. Um, for about 10 years. Okay. And then just recently came back in 2018. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about growing up in Fergus. Were you... Or like... In general, when did you kind of ha- get into this like um, passion for brewing beer, craft beer? Did you start drinking beer in college? Um, most of my beer love came when I was living in Norway. Okay. Um, so I was doing a lot of traveling in Norway. I ended up in Germany for a while, and that's so ingrained in their culture that I just kind of developed a fondness for it, just because it was I was able to. Um, meet other people through beer Um, so that's kind of where it started and then it just developed into um, I was in college during the original craft beer or the start of the newest craft beer boom back in 2011 right Um, so that was becoming a big thing Um, so my friends and I would just kind of go to all these different breweries down in the cities and that's really what developed my passion for beer. And then when did you, you said, like, when did you start, like, doing that home brew on, like, a small scale first? Yeah, so I started, I got it as a Christmas present when I turned 21. So okay. kind of the same story as everybody else. Um, started doing very small batches in my kitchen. Um, and then from there, kept doing that until I ended up at a brewery with my uh, science background. 
Um, I have a master's in laboratory sciences. Okay. Um, so you were always the smart one in high school. <laughs> he, you were. It's like it's. I'm. I'm not surprised that you ended up here. Uh, in in this like, it's like very. There's a very scientific aspect to brewing. It's very much so a science. It's an art and a science all in one. Yeah. Um. So I am not surprised at all that you're <laughs> doing this. So, um. Sorry. Continue though, telling that story uh-huh. a little bit, and then maybe how um. A little bit about how you guys transitioned back into Fergus. Sure. Um, so yeah, I got my master's in laboratory sciences. I was doing some pediatric uh, kidney research, um, cardiac research. Um, didn't love it, so wanted to get into a different field. Um, there was an opening for a kind of sciencey position down at Third Street Brew House, doing some of their yeast management, um, kind of the sciencey aspects of beer. Um, so got into that, and that's what led me into professionally brewing. Okay. Um, and that was about six years ago. Okay. And then, so then how does this m- blend together with, because it's Clara's family and um, is it Jeff Zachman? Is that right? They started the brewery? Yes. Okay. Um, so how does that, how did you, you guys moved back. How did you come up with this idea? Whose idea was it? Was it everyone's kind of like, oh, this should work. This is what we should do. Yeah, uh, Jeff Zachman, he's a local kinetic sculptor. He had bought this building about five, six years ago as a kind of a studio. Wasn't Had this old building, wasn't sure what to do with it. Um, so he was talking to a local family, Scott, Scott and Kathy Wagnold, um, and they thought, hey, maybe we turn this into a brewery um, because I had some brewing background. So they thought maybe that would be um, something to do because there wasn't, Union was around, but it, right. um, they were more focused on the um, the food um, part of it. Um, there wasn't a true brewery in town at that time, so they right. they felt that this was the route that would work the best. Awesome. So, um, Zach or sorry, Zach Jeff owned the building. Jeff owns the building. He yep. owns the building, and then um, I saw on your guys's website it was pretty like you guys basically ripped it down and rebuilt it yes um so it used to be the old cow rendering plant so those were the offices for the cow rendering plant um the scales and all that stuff was buried in the ground so we pulled up tons of old metal and buildings and stuff on the grounds of our brewery Um, but the the standing tap room itself um, has been around since the 60s i believe okay um so we tore down basically everything except the exterior walls and then rebuilt it from there okay so Along with, so there, the, this is sort of like a um, family business. Very much so a family Very business. Much so, Everyone yes. sort of plays their role here, right? Yep. So then it was a little bit of them. So what did they do before? What's the, what was the um, like sort of setup for them? You said he's a kinetic sculptor and then um, Clara's um, parents. What did they do before the brewery? Um, so they're still... They still work. Um, so Clara's father is a dentist in town, and then her mother uh, runs an alternative school. Okay. Um, so they're still doing that. Okay. Um, so who runs the day-to-day at the brewery? That would be me. So okay. I do most of the work at the brewery. Um, okay. So I do the brewing and then a lot of the like graphic design and um, just production scheduling stuff. Um, and then we do have some beer tenders that come in and run the tap room um, when we're open and then we've got one sales guy as well okay and then as far as the ownership the ownership structure um it's just the wagnolds own it 
and the land and you got the landlord's a separate thing. Yes. Cool. Perfect. Yep. And then let's go back to then the that uh, startup period. Yep. What was uh, the time frame of that like as far as when you guys moved back and when you guys got this project started? Yeah, we um, started developing the brewery in 2018. Um, and then Claire and I moved back to town officially in 2019 or t- 2018. I'm sorry. Um, it took about a year for all of the buildings to get up and running. Um, the government was actually shut down for a while, so we right. had trouble getting some of our licensing at that time. Okay. Um, so we officially opened in the fall of 2019. Fall of 2019. Yes. Okay. So okay. It, it was quite the process of getting things from the starts to actually opening, um, getting all of that going. Right, right. And then, of course, you guys dealt with the same problem we talked with Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, is You guys had a two and a half, three months of operation and then mm-hmm. closed down for, what, six months? Uh, or how about how long were you guys shut down? We had to shut down completely um, for about a month. And then oh. they opened it back up for people to come to the brewery and we could sell them or we could bring beer out to them. Okay. Um, so that happened about about six weeks after they had completely shut everything down. And then that summer, um, it was pretty much, you could be outside somewhat as long as you were separated. So it was a very weird way to start yeah. the business. Yep. Um, but it, it gave us a little bit of a learning opportunity to yeah, figure out where we needed absolutely. to improve. So what did... Um, we got some beer on the table here. I'm really excited. This is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to do when we get once we get into the uh, products here. I'm going to get to taste some beer. So that's kind of exciting. Just a little bit. I can't can't have very much this afternoon, but I can do a little bit. So, um, talk to me about where what you started with for beers. What was your first like for you as a um, brewer? What was the first beer you made where you're like, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. Like this could be a good beer that could go to production for a brewery. Like. What was that for you? What was your guys' first beer you started with? Or a couple um, of them. So for this brewery, originally we started with some of more traditional beers. So an oatmeal stout, a blonde ale, okay. um, some easy drinking beers. Um, before that, I was doing a lot of the festivals for Third Street Brewhouse. So I was doing a lot of the more creative, crazy beers. Um, so the first beer that actually took off was a Habanero IPA. Oh. Um, that was really popular. And then um, we doing some more flavor creations. Um, that's where I first found that people actually enjoy my beer and want to buy my beer um so once we got to the brew house in fergus we um slowly kind of developed more of the craziness along with some of the simple traditional beers okay and uh what do you have like a do you have one that's been around the whole time yeah so our postman stout our otter tail blonde have been two mainstays we've had the entire time we've been open okay um so those are basically always on tap or available in cans okay and then the rest of the beers have kind of come and go um some stay a little bit longer some stay a little bit shorter but we try and transition out beers pretty frequently just because beer is so different for everybody we're trying to find a beer that everybody wants to enjoy right that makes sense so um it's kind of history we're going to get into some current products and we're going to taste taste some here but is there anything you want to add to that we talked a little bit about that business location history i kind of want to ask about um that road the bridge that came across there do you know what year that went in that just had its 100th anniversary i believe last year or the year before the the 
the bridge oh, across I'm sorry. from I, I, to I, the interstate. Yes, right? that was within the last ten. Right? That was within the last ten. I was okay. thinking of Pisca Dam, um, okay. the, the dam right next to us. Okay, um, that was just the hundredth anniversary of that. Okay. Um, the Memorial Bridge, I believe, is about seven or eight years old. Okay, because that changes a community completely. I mean, like yes. you can you can look back in history what bridges do to neighborhoods, communities. You guys have that kind of uptown mm-hmm. Fergus Falls area that I feel like is just sort of at the beginning of development and taking off. You got all those new apartments popping up there. Um, so I kind of, I, I really, I really enjoy that the, um, where I feel like that area is going now that that bridge is there. Good connection to a lot of different stuff. Yeah. That so, bridge gave a lot of accessibility yep. to a lot of new areas in town. So right. development is really starting and to And that building there. was, kind of there wasn't much hope for that location until that until that bridge came across and now Correct. i feel like there's a lot of potential and Correct. a lot of upside there for for uptown so um is there anything else you want to add to that location history of your products and services when you were getting started um no no not really cool. um fergus has a really interesting brewing history um we're the 13th brewery to come through fergus 13th 13th dang i okay so there's a lot of history I yeah. don't know about then, as far as that goes. I thought Union was the first one. That, they're the first in modern history. They're the first modern one. Um, oh. So Fergus has a, uh, a decent-sized German population. Um, so brewing, especially in this community, has been strong for a long time. The water here is exceptional for brewing. Um, so the first brewery was in the, the 18, 1880s. Um, and then there's okay. been several iterations um, throughout the years, and we are the s- second coming of Fergus Brewing Company. The original one was in the early 1900s. Whoa! Um, so some of our beer names actually come from the original one, uh-huh. and our logo is based on the original Fergus Brewing Company's logo. That's that's awesome. I did not realize that. Yeah. That exists. So, what year did you say the original Fergus Brewing started? The original Fergus Brewing Company was, I believe, 1908 to about 1932. Ooh. Yep. Wow. And Prohibition kind of right. screwed things up quite a bit. Um, and then after Prohibition, Falls Brewing Company was a big one. Um, oh, okay. That was that was a kind of a, a macro-sized brewery that sent actually beer to the Vietnam or the Pacific during World War II. Um, oh. So they had a pretty big footprint. Um, so the, the beer history in Fergus is pretty interesting. That is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'll tell you, my assistant failed me in preparing <laughs> me because I didn't hear about that or I didn't, uh, I didn't learn about that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's in- I'm not surprised you had some knowledge bonds for me. Is there anything else? Do you know then post-prohibition, do you know then what that landscape looked like and when the last one to shut down before Union came back? Falls Brewing Company shut down in, I believe, the 60s. Okay. And that would have been the last one until Ben um, Shire came back with Union Pizza. Right. Um, so there was a, quite a large gap. Ah, that's um, awesome. That's that's really cool. So um, I guess then talk about... That's that's really, really interesting history there. But talk about the employees then. Key employees... Um, that like how is your how you said you're running the sort of tap room operation you have yep. some other people involved yep. do you have like an assistant brewer do you have someone that's helping you with that or are you just like slaving I, in there by yourself it's kind of me um by myself most days just trying to get things done on um, whatever yep. needs to get done we have a new sales guy um who has really 
developed our brand and is starting to get us into more places. But day to day, whatever needs to get done is kind of on me to do it. Cool. So um, how about then open new positions rolling into summer? I know we're going to talk – we're rolling a business future outlook. Mm-hmm. But um, everybody's kind of on – you guys are on like a winter schedule yep. for hours right now. Um, everybody's limited around town on hours. But um, – Talk to me about like, is there going to be some positions open in the tap room? Do you guys have like a staff that's ready to go for the summer? Right now we are kind of in that transition period. Once the end of March, April comes, we'll start looking more towards the summer. And we're always going to be looking for um, new um, beer tenders or event people. You know, so, before hey, before we get too far into this, I got to interrupt you. We'll get sure. back to that. But let's try these beers here. Sure. I'm, I'm just looking at these beers here and I'm a little thirsty here. Let's figure out what we got going on. We got... What's that? How do you say that? Munson's Tears. Munson's Tears. So this actually goes mail. with the history of Furious Falls. All right. Tell me about this one. I'm going to pour, pour a little bit in my so, glass. So um, Munson was Mayor Munson. He was the mayor of Fergus Falls um, during Prohibition and after Prohibition. And he kept Fergus dry for a long time. So mm. we wanted to name a beer after him to let him know that Fergus has a strong brewing history and is back in town. You want a little? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Who's got anything going on at noon, yeah. right? <laughs> so he was the reason Fergus was dry yes. for so long. So he's he outlawed alcohol. He outlawed pinball machines. He was a real that was in the six. That was in the six. He was a real fun guy yeah. in the six. So 60s. that was that was in the thirties and forties. Oh, in the thirties and forties. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, so we brewed this beer last year for the Fergus Falls one hundred and fiftieth anniversary. So it's a mm. classic style of beer, cream ale. Super um, it's got easy. A little bit drink. of corn in there. Um, so this is what they would have brewed back in the early 1900s. Mm, I like it. It's very good. All right. So pick back up where you left off here on um, – we were talking about uh, positions within the company. Yep. Hours. Um, do you guys have like a plan as to when you're going to typically shoot to be more open for summer? Yes. Or um, by, does, with the sun kind of? Open kind with of the sun, yeah. right? Um, so by at least May 1st, we'll open up more days. So we'll, we'll add back – Probably Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Sundays. Okay. Um, during the winter, just kind of focus more on distribution and trying out new products. And then once the summer comes around, we really want people outside um, in our beer gardens. So we want to open up the hours a little bit more. Okay. And then uh, you've got the tap room. Is that your beer garden? Yeah. So that- we've got our tap room. And then outside, we've got a 1,500 square foot deck overlooking patio. the river. Yep. And then we've got the other side has a big patio um, with a bocce ball court from the University of Minnesota oh, okay. and then a big fire pit. Cool. And then the actual brewing building, yep. is that available for public just tours and stuff or what's in that? I should have come in there when I went and saw you the other day. I should have got the tour. I didn't yeah. get the full tour. Um, so we're happy to give tours. Um, you can either shoot us an email and let us know you've got some people coming or um, depending on who's around that day, we can certainly give a tour. Um, just ask the beer tender if it's available. Um, we do ask that we um, bring um, like a non-perishable item if you're coming for a tour and then we donate that to the oh, okay. food shelf oh, okay. um, just to kind of give back to the community as much as we can. So it's kind of like a free tour but yep. that benefits the yep. not the food shelf. That's yep. really awesome. That's a really, really good way to set that up. So, uh, all right. Then let's talk about a little bit. Is there, is there anything you want to add to growth? This is going to Actually, let's talk about some products. Sure. So we got this Munson's Tears Cream Ale. We also have this – there's this Dinner Days Blueberry Muffin Sour Ale. That sounds 
pretty good and interesting. Yeah. Um, talk about the sours you're developing because you were brewing a sour back there when I showed up the other day. Yeah, sours are super popular right now. Um, they That's how people used to drink them back in the day just because there was less control of how to brew beer. Um, and they've really developed into a huge popular beer style nowadays. Um, our sours right now are mostly fruited sours. So we've got this blueberry muffin sour, which has cake mix and blueberry added to it. Um, so it tastes like a blueberry muffin. Um, oh we've got gosh. some more coming this this fall or this spring, I'm sorry. Um, we're brewing one for International Women's Day that will have raspberries in it. Okay. Um, we'll have another orange creamsicle one and a margarita one coming up. Okay. Um, and then this fall, we'll have a traditional sour that is using um, some funkier yeast. Um, so it'll be very different from the sours we've had in the past. Okay. Um, do you want to then, uh, this is kind of the list I see here on, that you have on tap. Is mm -hmm. that all? Do you want to go through those a little bit? Tell me about this light leisure sweet lager. Yeah. So our leisure sweet lager, it's a kind of old school style of beer. It's kind of your dad's beer. Um, it's got a little bit of corn in there which is what makes it a Mexican-style lager. Okay. Um, but it's more on the lines of your, if I want a beer that tastes like a beer, this is what I'm getting. Okay. And then this Postman's Postman's Vacation was one that you said you started with? So the Postman's Breakfast, our, our, a traditional English oatmeal style is what we started with. Okay. And then we made a variation of that um, with coconut and okay. a little bit of lactose in there. Okay. Um, that gives a little bit more creaminess and kind of that tropical feel that you're looking for in the winter. Okay. So you got a little bit of a postman's line developing yes. those stouts yeah okay yep. interesting yeah the postman comes um so my dad was the postmaster in town for a long time that's right so that's right um, so i wanted to um oh, and the, la cool. the last beer i had with him was his postman's breakfast so we wanted to name a beer after him and then continue oh, that line a little bit that's really that's really cool i like that and then ladies kisses yeah so ladies kisses is our our most recent barrel aged beer um it's based on a, an italian dessert called ladies kisses or bossy de dama um so it's hazelnut sea salt vanilla and a little bit of chocolate in there um so it's more of a dessert beer mm. but it's um very decadent very easy drinking um so we've got we've got kind of all the different styles you could look for. Um, we've got some IPAs. Yep. Um, we've got our uh, Belgian quad, which is a style you don't see a whole lot of. It's um, almost like a bananas Foster, so it's got a little bit of ba so banana. So I've been having. I drank that. I don't see it. I don't know if you guys have it on tap at the brewery right now, but that unreadable band name. Yes. So we just ran out of that. Okay. Um, there might be a little left at, at Steel Wheels. I think so. I don't so. know if there is or not, but that's where I get it. It's, yeah. It's good beer. That's yeah. a really good beer. And so that, that's a new style of beer. So that's, yeah. a, that's a cold IPA. That's yeah. one of the newest. Style is that one coming back? Um, so we'll probably do that in the summer again. Okay. Um, so it's a it's an easy drinking, nice IPA. It's perfect for the summer. Gotcha. And then you guys are touching on seltzers here. Yep. Uh, talk about this by the by the grace of quad. This yeah. malty. Yeah. So that's our Belgian quad. It's a traditional style of beer that is tr um, usually brewed by monks in Belgium. Um, so you, you it's what they call the Cadillac of beers. Um, it's a high quality beer that's got a little bit of that caramel maltiness to it, along with a little bit of dark fruit and um, banana notes from the yeast. Um, so it's a very unusual beer that you don't see a whole lot of, but it's one of the beers that I really like to drink. And it's a perfect kind of cold weather, warm you up style beer. I like it. And then talk about the uh, 
the river kraken and the cyclone ipa here yeah. i like that name the kraken yeah so we're right on the river at the brewery so i yeah. wanted to name something um to do with monsters in the river i love mythology so we we tend to do a lot of like mythological names if we can um, so this one is our more bitter ipa um, this one's got a lot of ibus so when you when you drink it it's gonna it's gonna hit you in the face so it's like that kraken comes after you okay <laughs> um, it's got some of that citrus note um, and that one is very different from our cyclone, which is more of the um, less bitter, more of that hoppy aroma, um, late bittering. Um, so more of the new style of IPA. Okay, awesome. And then let's talk a little bit about, it looks like you guys got popcorn there in the tap room. Yep. And you know what? Shout out Oli and Lena's. They've got a monopoly on the pizza industry here as far as the connection to the breweries go. So you can get some Oli and Lena's pizza. I love that. Um, and then it looks like you have some growlers and some crowlers, some like tall boy cans available um, for off sale at the store. Yep. Talk to me a little bit more about off-sale distribution and what you guys have going on with that. I know you just brought somebody in yep. to focus on that a little bit more. Is yep. that correct? Yeah. Um, so with a new bill that passed last um, last March, I believe, um, we started doing more 16-ounce cans. Um, so we've got 16-ounce cans in our tap room. Um, we've got them in all the local liquor stores in Fergus and then the surrounding communities. And then we're getting on more taps. Um, so you'll see us in Wapiton, um, Detroit Lakes, um, all over Fergus. Um, we'll be in Alexandria soon. So okay. we're starting to kind of build that up a little bit. Branch out a little. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Um, let's try this. Let, can I try this? Yeah, go for it. Can I try this dinner days here? <laughs> I said I was just going to have a little. I can only have a little. <laughs> all right. Talk to me a little bit about uh, any upcoming events, anything you have going on. Uh, so yeah. every Thursday we're going to have trivia going through the spring. Okay. Um, so we'll have that. Um, some of our kind of one-off events that we've got going on are March 10th. We'll have beer and cupcake um, pairings. So we'll have penny cakes, cupcakery in the house, um, bring in some cupcakes to pair with some of our beers. Um, on the 17th, we'll have a story slam. So people are invited to come in. They'll get five minutes to kind of tell a story, um, fiction, nonfiction, kind of whatever. They're, when is that one? That's um, March 17th. Okay. I'll have to put that one on my calendar yeah. because... It's a, it's That's a, right up my alley. It's a cool event. It's, um, <laughs> present, er, it's presented by the local um, writers group. Um, so there's a lot of interesting stories going on. Ooh. And then the 18th, we've got a nonprofit chili feed. Um, so we've invited a bunch of nonprofits okay. from the area to come in um, with a chili that they've made. And then we'll sell tickets at the door and all the proceeds go to the nonprofits. Okay. Okay. Um, so... Um, do you have a calendar then of events we do. on your website? Yep. Is that the best way to kind of find all these things um, rather than sporadically trying to keep track of them? Website, <laughs> um, we've got it on our Facebook. And then if you're ever in the tap room, we've got posters of new events coming up. Dude, this is good. This is a really this is a really good sour. This is a new one. This uh, um, that's been around for about a month. Um, so the blueberry, you yeah, you nailed that. The blueberry muffin. Yeah, it's, it's starting to pick up. People are starting to find yeah. out about it and getting really excited. So Absolutely, we're, we're doing a little bit more of that one. Absolutely. So, any more events you want to touch on? I kind of interrupted you there. Um, I don't know where you were with that. We we've got uh, New Beer's Eve and New New Beer's Day coming up in April. Um, so it's the end of Prohibition was April 7th. So there's always a big national, let's celebrate that. So Ooh. New Beers Eve, April 6th, we'll release a couple new beers. 
And then April 7th, we'll have some specials going on. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, talk up. Uh, all right. Before we get into, because we're going to get some good, you're going to give us some good business advice. Here. <laughs> right. We're going to give you some good business advice. Is there anything we, I feel like we need to touch on a little bit more, but I don't want to pass over anything else. Tell me just a little bit about like, before we get into like true business advice, mm-hmm. what does it take to get started as a brewer? What are your like general tips if somebody's looking to get started home brewing or serious about starting a brewery? Um, anybody can start brewing. It's um, it's been done since the the Egyptians, so it's not hard to <laughs> it's not hard to brew beer. It's hard to make beer consistently and that tastes good. Um, but there are so many new avenues to get into beer I and mean, it's such a popular thing now that you can get small little kits um to bigger bigger setups um and it, to get into professional brewing there's a couple different avenues you can go to school for it um there's a couple schools out west that provide actual majors in um brewing otherwise just getting in with a brewery um, and kind of working your way up um learning the skill from the inside is definitely how a lot of people do it mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of ways to get into beer um, that is very exciting for a lot of people. I like it. And then let's touch on, I know a few years back, many years back, I was at an event. It was like a beer and wine tasting. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the VFW. Mm-hmm. Do they still do those where like all the local local brewers get together and taste test all their stuff? They haven't in the past few years because of COVID. Um, what I, a shame. Yeah. What a shame that now we have these two amazing breweries in town here and we're not doing any like big like we should all be getting together for some big uh event and mm-hmm. like bringing in other people to our area and having like a tasting well there there, there will be a tasting um of the professional breweries in may um for some of the local breweries and then the one you were talking about was more of a home brewers local community one right so that one doesn't happen as mu- as much anymore okay um, but there will be a big one in may um, for all the surrounding breweries to come into Fergus and bring some people in. May. In. Do you yep. know where that's going to happen at? That'll be at the Regional Treatment Center. Okay. Yep. Okay. That'll be a, one definitely an event to look forward to yep. then. So, um, all right. Let's talk about – this was some – I was given some good advice from a from a friend of mine. He says, you know what? You got to get the mistakes before the advice. Mm-hmm. So, we got to talk trials before tribulations here, right? <laughs> so, tell me about the – Biggest mistake you've made, whether it was, I don't know, making a mistake on a big batch of beer you had to dump or like, I mean, I know there's probably a ton of stuff that happened, but just general business advice or big mistake that you've made in your career. I mean, there's always, always things going on with um, beer and like, I'm always getting hurt somehow. So those are, <laughs> those are not as fun mistakes. Um it's like anything, shop safety, like yeah. brewing safety. There's always there's always there's a yeah. lot of moving components there. there Lots are. of ways to lose your fingers. Um, <laughs> so biggest mistake is probably just not realizing my limitations and finding out or trying to find somebody that can kind of be the better version of that. Um, so that was probably the biggest mistake that I've had is kind of thinking I could do everything. And when reality... I'm good at a few things and not so good at other things. Yeah. So making sure to find that second or third person that can really round out the, the business. That's a that's a yeah, that's good. That's good. You can't as a 
as a single guy myself mm-hmm. here, trying to do everything on your own is very exhausting. Mm-hmm. You require that amount of support and that amount of balance. It's why you and Clara have found uh, struck a relationship and mm-hmm. a good balance in you know her artistic life and your mm-hmm. you know incorporation into this family business with the brewing. It's just like you need that balance of people, right? So I like that. All right, then. Let's hear your best business advice. Best business advice is, well, realizing everything is going to take twice as long and four times as much money. So going into something, expecting things to take a little bit longer and not to rush the process. Because as soon as you start rushing the process, things tend to go poorly. Um, because that first, that first um, sip a beer, people are going to remember that. Or that first interaction with you, people are going to remember that. So making sure you're ready to go when people are going to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a big thing is not to rush stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. Well, all right. Is there anything else you want to add? Just like closing statements, closing remarks on the way out? Um, just excited for the direction Fergus is going. I think there's a lot coming um, as far as new exciting things in town that haven't been around for a while. Um, I think there's uh, an upsurge of enthusiasm with businesses. So I'm looking forward to being just a catalyst in um, Fergus developing um, into a, a thriving community. We're, you know what? We're well on our way to becoming a brewery town, <laughs> which is very cool yeah. as someone who's lived in some, you know, I lived in Bellingham, Washington. They're a big, big brewery town. And, um, as far as we're talking about ways to get the young people to stay and mm-hmm. not leave Fergus Falls, you know, they're going to places like Bellingham to go and drink beer mm-hmm. or Bend, Oregon to go and drink beer. And it's really, really cool to see that we we're, we're well on our way mm-hmm. to establishing this as a community that is uh, just a community of beer drinkers that yeah. brews and known for brewing good beer. So yeah, I'm I'm very thankful and grateful. I was gone, I came back, and now we have breweries. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, there's commend, no, yeah. no reason that Fergus can't have nice things. Absolutely, <laughs> we absolutely we can have nice things. All right, well. This was fun. I really enjoyed this. Um, how can the people get a hold of you here if they, I don't know, if they want to carry your beer, bring it into the tap room? Uh, yeah. What's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Facebook is always an easy one for people. Most people have Facebook, so we're on there. Otherwise, our website, fergusbrewing.com, um, has a contact. Um, so those are the two best ways to get a quick response from us. Um, otherwise stopping into the tap room, um, we've always got somebody there, um, to kind of guide you in the right direction or to just to let you look around and get a chance to take a peek at stuff. I like it. Awesome. Well, th- again, thank you for your time, Thanks man. For Seriously. Me. Um, we've got, we took a couple weeks off, but we've got a, 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 a nice month lined up here. I've got, I'm actually talking with the guys from Swan Lake Resort and Campground. They're going to be right in your spot tomorrow. You guys will probably get that episode a little later this week. But uh, yeah, I got those guys. We're talking to Pedal Fergus Falls next week about some biking and some initiatives that they're trying to get started. It's going to be a good month. So uh, if you guys want to get on the show at all, um, there's the Facebook page there. Otherwise, um, yeah, ffbspodcast at gmail.com is a really good way to get a hold of me. So 
This uh, dinner days, I gotta say it again, this blueberry muffin sour ale, you guys should pick up a can of this and try it. Very, very easy to drink, not too sour. I'm not a huge sour fan. This is a very, very good beer. So have a good week, everybody. Thank Cheers. you so much.